0: On this week's Patriot Nation podcast, it is just me and I am joined by Mike duseau of Patriots.com. I'm sure you've seen his work over at Pat's Propaganda. Now he is over at Patriots.com on Patriots Unfiltered every day. Done a fantastic job. And Mike, you've, you've got the best job right now. You get the all-22 access look at training camp. I see up there. Uh, obviously, you guys have been streaming some practices, been doing a great job. Um, how's everything going? How's it been down there? Um, obviously, a crazy year, but... It's good. Yeah. Football's back, right? Football's back. Uh,
1: that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to take uh, from it. But, no, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing, you know, to be able to, you know, watch practice like we are. And, you know, just after the long spring, getting, like, to actually do something outside of quarantining and, you know, not going to restaurants and, you know, able to actually watch some football. It's been, uh, it's been an awesome break. And, and, you know, for the last week, we've just been able to, you know, see some football, see some practice, and, uh, you know, start to get a sense of the uh, 2020 team.
0: I know, and obviously with the opt-outs, not the normal faces, right? But a lot of guys seem to be kind of blossoming, and I I know we're only three padded practices in here, obviously recording here on Thursday. Um, Some guys starting to step up. Cash Mayula had a nice pick of uh, Cam Newton yesterday. Uh, Josh Uche, you know, people have said he's looked good. Kyle Duggar, uh, he's probably been the best player on the field the last couple days, making interception after interception. Um, Are there some guys there? I know, obviously, you can't fill the roles, right, of Hightower, Chung, um, you know, the guys that have opted out on on the defensive side of the ball. But those guys are, are, you know, that might have taken a backseat role this year, kind of played here in some schemes and some certain packages. They now have to get ready and get ready fast with very limited on-field work. Any other guys that have really stepped up that you've seen that you think are up for the challenge this year? Yeah, it's I mean, it's been fascinating
1: because, you know, they have, just such a smaller training camp at you know roster and so you know usually when we talk about training camp you know you, you you see some guys and they never really get to play so it's not like that this year it's you know everybody's getting a play you know add in the quarterback competition um and that just even more dilutes it so to speak because it's hard to tell who's kind of where cuz everybody's playing with everybody you know with the first line the second line you know it's it's just a big rotation so um, it's, it's been interesting to see because you've seen players like, uh, you know, today on drafted rookie miles, Bryant had, uh, you know, I think it was three interceptions. Uh, so he all of a sudden stood out, you know, it's, it's, it's like that I say Duggar, as you mentioned, um, he has consistently, um, uh, you know, just stood out. It's just so cool to watch him, you know, considering how many times he's even been on an NFL football field. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's been uh, eight days now and he just looks like he belongs um, you know, and as for the other guys, I, you know, Uche, I think they, they've they've been a little bit up and down. I mean, I think they've all, with the exception of Duggar, and even he's had his moments, but they've all kind of looked like rookies. Uh, but I think some of the guys uh, that are stepping up, Gunnar Olszewski, he's looked a lot better. He's looked quick, um, you know, and, and today we finally got a look at, at Jeff Thomas uh, and Will Hastings. They kind of, you know, got in there. And I'll tell you, those guys, I know a lot of there's a lot of hype for Jeff Thomas. Um, they both look really quick. You know, both of them are small guys, you, especially Hastings. But once you see them move, you kind of say, whoa, this this could get interesting. They'll start to get, I think, a little bit more involved in, in the coming days. But um, it, it's hard. A lot of people have, have shown up and made plays here and there. Um, the biggest thing that, that everybody's kind of looking for is just consistency right now.
0: Yeah, and then obviously Devin Ross too, right, in that wide receiver spot. It's going to be interesting what they yep. do there with that kind of that sixth spot. Obviously, you figure – Edelman and, and Harry and Sanu and Demir Bird and Jacoby Myers are obviously all locks probably to make the team and what you know how many they keep is obviously we'll see uh, but you mentioned it we got to get the elephant out of the room and I, I mentioned this because obviously on this show me and Pat who who can't be with us today he's on vacation uh we've been tooting the Stidham train really since last training camp and uh Mike it was going well it was going well and then Cam Newton came along and um <laughs> You know, people deemed him as a quarterback one, and he could very well could be. Seems like he's been stringing it together some good days. And, um, but it's certainly a competition, and that's certainly what you want at a quarterback, and especially that position for a young kid and a guy who's coming in with a chip on his shoulder. It's, it's a good, it's a good mix, right? I mean, it's, it brings out the best. Um, obviously some tough days here from Stidham in terms of turning the ball over, but, um, as far as what I've seen, you know, from the media and, and, and on Twitter, seems like he's been pretty good. His ball placement, he's definitely got, some talent he's pretty raw I'm assuming um, obviously a tough day today two for six with two picks again um, I guess if you had to say speak a little bit on both of those guys even Brian Hoyer too who's kind of I, I like to say the grandfather of that room a veteran presence really knows this system in and out and, and, and an A plus teammate what he's done his comments have been great to the media um, so I guess speak on, on on mainly Stidham and Newton and what you've seen and, yeah. and I guess who, who has the inside track Sure,
1: but you know, I thought early on in camp, I was, I was just, you know, impressed with Stidham. I mean, we didn't see much of Stidham last year. I think I came out of last summer feeling like Stidham, um, you know, showed me some good, uh, you know, toughness, kind of willing to stand in there, deliver some throws, and we know, you know, some of the some of the performances he had last preseason. But I, I came in with an open mind on him. I didn't really, you know, commit because I didn't really feel like I knew. Um, and and I was impressed with him out of the gate. I would say out of the gate, I thought. You know, he looked most consistently like the quarterback who knew what he was doing, was comfortable in the system, um, you know, would get the ball out on time. And as we've kind of progressed, um, I feel like he's had some inconsistency. And I think that's kind of stuck with him over the last few practices. And today I felt like he got off to a great start. Um, you know, just in individual periods, just, you know, was completing passes and, you know, seeming to anticipate where guys were going to break and, and getting the ball to them. Um, but then once we got to team periods, it was, you know, kind of more of what we've seen from him, which was, you know, a couple interceptions, um, you know, just kind of throwing the ball up, contested catches that, that got picked off a couple of times, um, you know, and there was there was another one that was like crosser to, to Devin Asiasi that he just kind of, you know, laid down on the ground right before him. So it was just a kind of a miscue, but, Um, You know, overall, I just I just would love to see him find some consistency. He certainly had his moments. Um, He certainly looks comfortable and, you know, looks like he could play the role of a starting quarterback. But I think when you just start to see the mistakes and you know that that's something that the Patriots uh, don't want much uh, part of. So he's got to kind of continue to to clean that up. But I think Cam Newton has improved. And I think that he has been steady each day. I thought today he looked the most comfortable he's been. Um, I think you know if if you had to kind of go off of things today, it would, it, you would say Newton has been progressing. spinham has kind of been um, you know floating where he where he started things. And and lastly, I would just say Brian Hoyer. I think you know he's been the most probably mistake free of the of the group. You know he certainly has had incompletions and you know miscues and that kind of thing. But you know when you talk about the interceptions and that that's what Hoyer avoids. And and he has definitely had NFL type throws that he's made, uh, you know, and, and sometimes those are feel like they're few and far between sometimes during, you know, certain sessions of practice. So, you know, I, I, I would say it was almost like, you know, they, they, it's, I feel like daily we get asked on the radio, you know, oh, who would be the starter after today? Um, you know, and, and today was the first day where I felt like uh, Siddham might have taken a little bit of a step back and, and you know, Cam Newton and, and Hoyer are, are still right there with him.
0: Yeah, and I, I you know, kind of felt that way, too. Obviously, um, high praise for Stidham. I liked him a lot in college. Um, was happy they brought him here. Um, and like I said, I think he's very raw. And as far as Cam Newton goes, I think when you look at it, he should be the starting quarterback of this team, given what he's done in the league, his track record. Um, obviously, the two things coming into camp was how healthy is he. And from what I've heard, he's getting the ball quick. He's always had that kind of unorthodox release and, and kind of throwing motion um, can he move, I guess, you know, moving around pretty well, I guess we won't really know until, um, there's some full contact in there, but, uh, Belichick kind of floated the, the idea around of platooning quarterbacks. And, you know, at first I kind of threw that out as an idea As you know, when they signed Newton, like, Hey, but can, that's kind of the way the league's trending a little bit. You see Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts getting drafted in the third round. They obviously have a plan with him with franchise guy and Carson Wentz. Marcus Mariota now in Oakland, they could be able to, you know, scheme him in and and use him in some certain packages. Um, I still don't believe it until I see it, but I guess you have to throw it out there. And I know he made a comment to the media, which probably means he's not considering it. But um, what's your idea on that? And 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 I guess speak on it. Is it possible, right? I mean, you have Jared Sidham who is a raw natural thrower, certainly has great touch and, and and can deliver the football very well. And then you have Cam Newton, who brings. Um, you know, kind of a unique skill set to the position can beat you in so many ways. A lot of inside zone and and can keep the defense guessing. Is that a it, have they kind of hinted at that at camp at all? In some certain red zone packages, is it something you might be able to see them doing in the future? No, no. I mean, not not. There's nothing you can read between the lines um, exactly. that would make yeah, you think good... that 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 that's what they were thinking.
1: Um, it's it, it's really quite remarkable how. Evenly, they've kind of distributed the reps and you know who plays with who, and you know, everybody, like I said at the top, everybody's playing with everybody, so that that helps. Um, you know, I mean, I I guess I'd start with my personal preference, which is always you know to just have a quarterback and know exactly who you're gonna, uh, you know, who you're going with and kind of have the identity of your team and and what you're trying to do. Um, you know, and I, I don't know, I mean, I think people are considering that right now just because nobody has separated themselves. But I think based on what we've seen over the last couple of days, uh, I I think that, that, you know, if it continues to project, unless, unless Stidham all of a sudden starts to, you know, find consistency, which is certainly possible because he looks the part, um, then it might get interesting, but if things continue on the track that they've kind of been on um, it's, it's a little bit easier to see Cam Newton kind of grasping the playbook. And, you know, it just, moving quicker. I think that's the biggest thing. You just, when you looked at him in the early couple of days of camp, it looks like he's kind of thinking through things. And, and today was the first day where I felt like, all right, he seems like he's a little more comfortable now. Not, you know, certainly not at, at the level that, you know, we're used to seeing around here, but I, I think that it Sidham's going to have to really step up because it looks like Cam Newton um, is starting to find his stride and, and that, you know, that's when things are really going to get interesting in, in the next week.
0: All right, that's it from the quarterback. I'm sure you're getting bombarded with that from listeners, from callers, from family, uh from me. Um I guess let's start on and I was interested too. I I saw Justin Roerwasser obviously stepping into uh you know, Jared Stedman, Cam Newton, whoever fills Tom Brady's shoes. Obviously, those are the biggest shoes ever. But you're this kicker, Rohrwasser, coming in, filling in for Vinatieri and then Gaskowski. Right? So this kid's drafted, yeah. obviously the controversy and stuff and you know, they dealt with that. And he came in Monday, went three for five, didn't look great. And I don't believe he's kicked since. Um, is there anything there? Did you see Jake? I know Jake Bailey was floated around. He kicked a little bit in high school. Have you seen anything from him, anything from the special team side of the ball that, I mean, we know how great they are there, but is that a cause for concern um, with him? I, I don't know if you got a chance to see him kick yeah. Monday or if he kicked a little bit on the side.
1: I did. I mean, that's, and it's, you know, I, Eric Scalavino and I, we, we do a camp wrap and, uh, you know, after each practice, just, you know, quick, like five minutes, kind of breaking down what happened. And, and yesterday we, we, we spent a little bit of time on, on Rowwasser, just as I think it's, uh, you know, one of the most interesting storylines of, of training camp because of the way that, that
0: and it's they're kind, kind of they're you know, with obviously the quarterback and all the opt-outs, people aren't talking about it as much and it's super, super important. You see how much it is.
1: Yeah. It is. And, you know, everything, as we know, is, you know, very well thought out and planned with the Patriots. And, you know, I was kind of under the assumption that they'd probably bring in a veteran to, you know, at least push him. That's what they did with Gustowski when they drafted him and, you know, made him at least beat somebody out. You know, I remember distinctly, a you know, a picture of, you know, Belichick doing that old thing with Gustowski in his rookie year of, all right, if you make the kick, we get tomorrow off and, you know, and, you know, put some pressure on him. So, you know, I came into camp, fully expecting that you know we would maybe see a veteran against Rohrwasser that we would see you know multiple pressure kicks at the end of practice you know to you know challenge him and they have just protected him to the nth degree I mean we have only seen him make make those I think it was five kicks he went three for five on um that that's the only time we've really seen him kick the ball I mean I'm sure he's kicking the ball all the time when we're not there but for whatever reason they think the best course of action is uh you know to to not really reveal him yet or to you know at least force him to kick in front of the limited media contingent but it's just uh you know it's just still so interesting to me that they're going to go into potentially week 1 and you know we've barely seen this kicker he's never kicked in a preseason game he you know was barely even kicked in practice to this point so something to watch in you know in the next week to 10 days is do they start to amp that up do they you know, start to turn up the pressure on him a little bit, um, but it's it's one of those storylines right now that is really interesting, and I don't I don't think it's getting as much attention uh, as I thought it w- would just because of all the other departures and and competitions that are going on.
0: Now this could be a dumb question because I've, I've obviously been down there only a few times and obviously with everything going on this year, it's certainly uncharacteristic. Is there, are they running two a days and you're only getting access to the, the morning part portion or is that it? That What you see is oh, what, what uh, you get.
1: Yeah. Not, I mean, not that I'm aware of what, if they're doing anything afternoon, I, the only thing we've ever uh, that we've ever seen have been the morning practices. So um, it's possible. I mean, I, you know, obviously I, I'm, I'm a little bit in the building, but, um, but it would be pretty obvious that they were doing a second session in the afternoon. So uh, not to my That's knowledge, good... have they done anything? I mean, I'm sure that, you know, there's probably some specialist work going on here and there rehab, that kind of stuff. But, you know, in terms of like a full practice, we we would probably have a pretty good idea if they were going back out there.
0: Yeah. And, and to kind of wrap things up here for the final, you know, five to 10 minutes of the show, I know you mentioned Gunnar Olszewski and uh, super happy for him. I think, he kind of came in last year as a great story. Obviously, playing D two base uh, baseball and football at Bemidji State. I think that's how you say it, Bemidji, wherever it was. Um, yeah, but maybe- and he was kind of a camp body. Great story, right? Now this year, he looks like he belongs from what I've seen. He bulked up really quick. Seems like he, I, I think, believe he worked with Edelman a little bit. It kind of treats him as that kind of that little bro. Um, he stood out and, and kind of seems like he's been the best receiver there, at least most consistent. Which can look at it and you know, both ways. It's, it's great for him, but not maybe good for the the whole wide receiver core. Um, like I said, you know, you have to figure Harry Edelman, Sanu Myers, Demir Bird are all locks. Obviously Harry and Edelman seem to be, Harry missed the last two days. Edelman seemed banged up today. Um, if there was a sixth wide receiver or a seventh, is it Jeff Thomas? Is it Will Hastings? Is it Gunnar Olszewski? Is it, Devin Ross, who stood out. I think a lot of these bubble guys. It seems as if, and you'll obviously have a better opinion than me. These bubble guys fighting for those last one or two spots at that position are really making it tough on the coaching staff.
1: Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know, and I'll say with Gunner too. Like as as much as he's gotten open, his his catching hasn't been consistent enough. You know, I, I think he needs to do a better job catching the ball. Um, you know, and I think Devin Ross might, you know, try to take that title for most consistent receiver, but again, he's had drops as well. Um, you know, so I I just I think all those guys are just it's tough to discern right now because you have they're they're not doing a ton. They're so close, they're not doing a ton of of, I mean really it's it's been a lot more run focused than than pass focus, um, you know, from what we've seen. Uh, but, you know, nobody's really popping. I mean, everybody's had their moment. Every You can go right down the line with every one of those receivers whereas, oh, that was a nice little catch. You know, uh, Gunner, Ross, those guys consistently seem to shake their coverage guy, whether it's, you know, one-on-one coverage drill or they're doing seven-on-sevens or 11-on-elevens. Like, you know, they, they seem to find the holes, which, you know, they just kind of seem to have that receiver-savvy. But again, you know, it's just, you're talking about undrafted rookies, uh, you know, not rookies, but undrafted players. um, You know, so what, what are their ceiling? You know, how, how good is, you know, Gunnar Olszewski capable of being? I don't know. um, But he certainly seems to have won over the team. Uh, You know, JC Jackson yesterday calling him like a dog who, you know, just loves to compete. So, you know, that's always good to hear. But, uh, you know, I just I you'd love to see the upper level guys. I mean, Edelman, you know what he is, We're just hoping he stays healthy and, you know, can get through the season. Um, but after that, I think there's just a, a lot of questions right now as to, you know, who can emerge, how good they can actually be, at, you know, and depending on who the quarterback is. So, you know, it's, it's hard to say that, like, you know, have there been certain guys that have flashed with certain quarterbacks? Not really. I mean, I think everybody's been fairly consistently up and down with all the quarterbacks. Um, but it's just right now. You look at it, you see guys that that have some flashes, but you don't see Randy Moss out there. You don't see you know a, 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 an established veteran receiver outside of you know Edelman and and to some extent Sanu um, out there. So it's it's it, it's a really interesting kind of position battle we haven't seen enough of of Thomas or Hastings or you know Isaiah Zuber's been out there but a bunch too he had had a few balls on the ground today which is never a good thing so um it's it's going to be tough for them to figure out you'd love to be able to see some of those guys in the game uh and you won't get the chance to so they're gonna have to figure it out without just from practice
0: and real quick too obviously tight end uh they got nothing out of that position literally nothing out of that position in 2019 and I think you know, mainly the reason Belichick is so great and, and, you know, say what you want about his draft history. He's, he's brought some good players here, but I think over the years, uh, when you kind of saw Rob Gronkowski deteriorating a bit towards the end of his Patriots career, they never really addressed that position. They obviously, you know, bit the bullet last year with getting really nothing out of that position. Obviously Watson played, played hurt and Izzo wasn't great. And Lacoste was inconsistent. Now they go out, they get Dalton Keene and Devin Asiasi, what, three or four picks apart. Um, high hope for those guys. I, I saw Dalton Keene was working a little bit with the fullbacks and the running backs, you know, that's kind of been floated around all offseason. Will he be that Kyle check to Josh McDaniels, that little H-back? Devin Asiasi seems like a physical freak. I saw he's been taking on some linemen, can can handle the line of scrimmage, also receiving the ball. Anything on those two guys that have kind of stood out, I, I think they're both very unique and different in, in many ways, which which can certainly help the Patriots.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I I've seen some of these reports on Aussie and I I I just I have to like only speak to what I've seen. Um, I think he's a good catcher. I I, I haven't really caught the uh, the apparent pass blocking uh, wins that he's been having. I, you know, I was looking at you know, I mean, that's what's great about football. There's so much to look at. You know, so I'm looking. Especially and looking there, on, you know, man, and your on, and too, in your
0: view too, in your view. So <laughs> much going on.
1: Um, you know, so so I I can't really say oh you know I I saw these great blocks you know to me Asiasi's biggest strength is been his hands I think he's the best catcher of the of the tight end but I really have questions if he's going to be able to separate in, you know on an NFL level he just seems heavy legged to me um, and maybe that's just what I'm seeing in comparison but you know my early impressions were camp uh, of Asiasi are. I feel like he could go either way. I feel like, you know, he could be potentially a red zone target um, or he could be a guy that, you know, just doesn't have the foot quickness to really make an impact in, in the passing game. So um, he's definitely somebody I need to watch a little closer, especially when I'm reading these things about, you know, him having incredible pass blocks and, and the whole team congratulating. And I'm like, well, what was I watching during that? I don't remember the part. So, you know, apparently, he you know, there's some things that I'm missing with him. Um, as for Keen, you know, I was a big fan of of Keen coming out. I mean, he was a guy when I I saw him initially um, came across him. I, I was like, man, this guy seems like a patriot. I, I specifically like target him when I was fortunate enough to go to the scouting combine and you know ask him a little bit. Um, you know, I think he's he's a tight end, but you know, with a little bit of versatility. But I think he's had a little bit up and down with his hands as well. But he's had his moments. It's you know you you can group almost all the quote unquote weapons. You know, tight ends, receivers all kind of together. I mean, everybody, you could go right down the line and say, that was a great, yeah, well, this one great play, but then you have this one bad drop, you know, and and I guess that that might be um, just kind of characteristic of of where we're at, where this is the third practice of pads. Guys were, you know, essentially on their own, all off season, you know, a lot of the rookies heads are spinning. They're still trying to, you know, gather themselves. So, you know, we'll see, now that they've gotten their faint wet how they kind of progress in, in the next uh you know week or so
0: all right well thank you so much mike i uh, i appreciate you taking the time today. i know your your schedule is crazy busy right now with everything going on but i think i speak for everybody keep up the great work i've been following you along for a while now and obviously you now at patriots.com and the and the podcast big fan um great insight i'm uh hopefully hopefully i can get down there and uh and and, and see you soon um, but yeah, yeah like I said, sure. keep it up. It's, it's, uh, it's great. And you have the luckiest job in the world. I will tell you that again. I am so jealous of you, but I'm happy for you at the same time. That's awesome.
1: Oh, uh, well, believe me, it's, uh, it's not lost to me. And, you know, I, I for <laughs> 10 years, I was just a blogger writing on yeah. a super website on my own. Um, you know, so I, I always try to, you know, remember that and, and, you know, remember that I'm lucky to be there. And, you know, I, I, I just feel, you know, it's it's an honor to be able to be kind of the eyes and ears of some of the fans and, you know, hopefully we can uh, we can get everybody in there sooner than later that too. But I know I know how much people have gotta be itching to get to training oh, camp. yeah. So, you know, every year for me it was a trip to make and, you know, it, it's just such a great time to, you know, feel like football's back and be around Patriots fans. So I mean I love all that stuff and uh, you know, I, I, I'm very grateful for, for the opportunity I I've, I've had and I, I hope to never lose, you know, that kind of blogger mentality that I started with.
0: For sure. Well, well-deserved, Mike. And like I said, thanks again for coming on. Uh, we will definitely talk soon and uh, keep up the good work.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. All
0: right. Take care, Mike.